Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We won this case at the appellate division, and this judge refuses to acknowledge the appellate division. He said very specifically, we're going forward because there's something wrong here. We won this case. Remember this. Just put it in your heads. This case was won at the appellate division, and the judge refuses to do what the appellate division demands he do. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. When you win at the appellate division, at your high court. The judge has to be bound by what their decision is. Well, we won at the appellate division. Part of that victory was Ivanka, was not having to put herself through this, and they ruled that. But the bigger part of it was that about 90%, because it's statute of limitations, about 90% of the case disappears. So remember this. We won the case at the appellate division, the high court, and this judge refuses to acknowledge that victory or that demand. And that's very serious. So we're going in now. We have an expert witness, one of the uh, great experts in the country. And I hope you'll all be able to listen to him. But it'll just be another day. If you look at, if you look at the case, uh, we did nothing wrong. There were no victims. The bank loves us. The bank testified. They love us. We did absolutely nothing wrong. We never even defaulted. We never had a default letter sent to us. The bank said we were a perfect customer. The bank didn't even know why they were here. And yet you have people being murdered outside. All over the streets, they're being murdered. There's violent crime. And this attorney general who's crazed, she's a lunatic. The attorney general sits here because she knows that she has a judge that no matter all the evidence, that judge, that judge is going to rule in her favor. He ruled against me before the case even started. The case hadn't started. He knew nothing. And he ruled against me. The other thing is this. He valued Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, because that was good for her case. At a value of $18 million, when in fact it's worth anywhere from 50 to 100 times that amount. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. But just remember what I said at the beginning. We wanted the appellate division, and this judge refuses to honor that victory or that decision or that demand. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. Yes. 
Donald Trump is back. You just heard the clip attacking uh, the uh, the justice system again in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case. He keeps saying, there's no victims. The banks love me. And the best, most amazing expert in the world is going to testify today on my behalf. Uh, what he didn't say out loud is the things he said on social media uh, also during the day, in which he called the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, who's prosecuting the case, bat S crazy. He called the judge a racist, uh, unethical judge. That was in social media posts at the same time. So why is he back in court? Because he's been away for a month. It has nothing to do with the new expert that's testifying today for Donald Trump, Dr. Eli Bartov from NYU Stern School of Business. I'll talk about him in a minute, but he's actually beside the point. Dr. Bartoff may be the second to last witness in the case for the defense before it returns to the prosecution or to the New York Attorney General for their rebuttal case. But um, and, the, and the last witness being apparently Donald Trump because he gave instructions to Eric Trump, his son, not to take the stand again because Eric did so terribly the last time and won't do any better this time around. Donald Trump wants to be the cleanup hitter for his own case as the judge decides whether there are six more counts of fraud that have been approved by the New York Attorney General. But why is, why is he back today? Why is the circus back in town with all the elephants again crapping on the justice system for us, the audience here, to have to clean up behind? Why? Because it's Donald Trump's excuse to be able to bash and remind people that the New York Attorney General is racist and bat-s crazy, and so is the judge, and he's corrupt and all of that, and then he just sits down in his seat. He's just been away for a month. You know, he didn't bother preparing for debates or debates. You know, this is how he's campaigning to be reelected, making appearance again in a civil fraud case. Now let's turn to who Dr. Eli Bartoff is. I got nothing to say about his credentials. I mean, if you read his credentials online, you know, they're fine. He's a professor of accounting. He's got a doctorate. He's at my old alma mater, NYU, the Stern School of Business, and he's going to testify about that in accounting standards vary widely about how you use valuation calculation on a statement of financial condition. Sort of sounds like it's an issue in the case. I mean, the judge is trying to decide whether from a period of time, a five-year period of time, the statement of financial condition that Donald Trump used with banks, lenders, investors, and other counterparties was fraudulent whether he intentionally cooked the books, inflated his asset values in order to meet lending criteria and insurance criteria by those underwriters to get the insurance, to get the loans, to get the projects approved and the like. That Donald Trump had to show at least $2.5 billion with a B of net worth and $500 million of liquid assets for Deutsche Bank to lend him all those hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to do his deals but he, he didn't really have $2.5 billion at that moment. At that moment, he probably had $1 billion or less, but he cooked the books and changed the numbers. That's been the testimony. 25 witnesses for the, uh, Secretary, uh, for the New York Attorney General. Thousands and thousands of exhibits and nothing really being done in the defense case. So what's the best that Eli Bartoff, the, this doctor, this, this expert, that Donald Trump calls the greatest expert in the world. The best he can do is say, well, you know, when you're creating a statement of financial condition, you know, the valuation uh, protocols may be different. That's the best he can say. 
What he can't say is, when he's shown the evidence across examination is, is it appropriate for a borrower to lie to his lender about values that are listed on a statement of financial condition? Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Using silver infused fabrics inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than sheets used by some five-star hotels. Miracle sheets are the perfect gift for your spouse, friends, or family who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets. And since these come with three free towels, you get two gifts in one, just in time for the holidays. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash legalaf to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. And if you use our promo legalaf at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash legalaf and use the code legalaf to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash legalaf to treat yourself, a friend, or loved one this holiday season. Would you agree with me that that is a bad thing to do? That is fraud. He'll have to say yes. Would you agree with me that if if you were to assume for the purposes of my question, if, if Donald Trump hyperinflated, cooked the number for 40 Wall Street, a property of his, by hundreds of millions of dollars, that that would be fraud on the counterparty, the lender. Would you agree with me with that? Yes, if that were true, okay? Would you agree with me that if he overvalued Mar-a-Lago, a 15-acre parcel in Florida that can't be used, cannot be used because of an easement that Donald Trump agreed to for a single-family home, nor can it be used for to develop the rest of the 15 acres because of zoning and land use laws in, in Palm Beach County and in conservation easement granted by Donald Trump, that it has limited value. Would you agree with that? It has less value than a single family home or if you could develop it to put multiple mansions uh, and sell that 15 acre parcel in a different way. Would you agree with that? I'll have to say yes. Would you agree with me that if it is proven in this trial before the person in the black robe, the trier of fact, that Mar-a-Lago is not worth a billion dollars or 
half a billion dollars, but something in the seven-figure range. Would you agree that if Donald Trump listed something else on his balance sheet, that would be a fraud on the counterparty, the lender? Would you agree with me on that, Dr. Barkdoff? Yes, if those facts were all proven in this court, then my testimony would have to be that that would be a fraud. And you don't have any knowledge, independent knowledge. You're not here as a fact witness. You don't know about what Donald Trump actually did, what Alan Weisselberg, the CFO, did, what the controller did, Jeff McConney, what people in the accounting department did, what Michael Cohen was involved with. You don't know any of that as it relates to the assets during this given time period, do you? No. You were told to assume a certain set of facts about from your client, Donald Trump, who hired you to assume for the purposes of your testimony, weren't you? Yes. And those facts did not include that he cooked the books or hyperinflated, right? He's told you the opposite, right? Right. Did he show you anything that demonstrates to you that the value of Mar-a-Lago is um, closer to the number the New York Attorney General is presenting to this court? I didn't, I didn't see those documents. Did he show you anything, your client or anybody related to his client or his lawyers, to shows you that 40 Wall Street is properly valued on a statement of financial condition. Well, I took a look and I and I don't and I did, you know, this is the cross-examination. This is why this is not what we call in the trial business an expert-driven case. An expert on how you buy insurance, which is another expert for Donald Trump, fell flat because this is not about how you buy insurance in the market. The and the and the uh, judge doesn't need that instruction, you know. The expert who is a friend of Donald Trump and used to be his lawyer back when the guy was a lawyer instead of a developer, talking about how you buy property. None of them, none of them, can testify about the facts in the case or assume the facts in the case. If they assume the facts in the case is developed, they can't testify honestly in favor of Donald Trump. And that's been the problem. This is not an expert case. This is not a case where the trier of fact, who's not a jury, it's the judge, needs their instruction about from Dr. Dr. Bartov about how you evaluate, how you value things on a statement of financial condition. It's about the fraud and whether it happened or not. Put on witnesses, Trump group, that show that the numbers had validity, that they weren't overinflated on the balance sheet presented to the banks, and you'll win your case. But if you don't have all that, then you have no defense case, and that's what we're watching. And the tell for Donald Trump, you know, like a poker player who grabs his ear, rubs his nose, or 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 looks down uh, when he has a good hand or a bad hand. The tell for Donald Trump is when he shows up. And his circus comes to town, things are not going well for him in the courtroom. And he's trying to distract from that. We saw it when he showed up for Michael Cohen. We showed it when he showed up for other people. And or he needs some eyeballs related to his campaign and to distract from what's happening inside the wood paneled of the court, wood paneled room of the courtroom. That's what we're watching. And an excuse to go after an attack on social media. Once again, um, talk about racist. The New York Attorney General's racist. He's called her Peekaboo James, which is a takeoff on Jigaboo, which is a terrible racial slur. He's called her that. That's been his nickname for her. So anybody that is against him is crazy, racist, right? Lunatic, unhinged, bat, S, whatever, right? The whole world 
and all the witnesses and all the prosecutors and all the jurors and all the grand jurors are against Donald Trump. He is the only one that's telling the truth along with his family. Well, at least the ones that got up to testify. We'll continue to follow the New York Attorney General case as it finishes next week. So, allegedly, with the testimony of Donald Trump, I still think it's 50-50 that he shows up at all. They try to delay his testimony, waiting for the uh, to see if there's going to be an appeal that's going to be successful to get the gag order lifted so he can continue to bash the principal law clerk, whatever that has to do with the case, which is nothing. So he'll testify, and then there'll be maybe a brief rebuttal case, maybe, by the New York Attorney General. I give it a one or two days tops. Maybe they recall a couple of witnesses just to remind the court after a 10-week trial, 11-week trial, some of the evidence, and then they rest. Then there's going to be closing statements, closing arguments, sorry, in January, middle of January, before the E. Jean Carroll case starts against Donald Trump civilly in federal court in New York. And then we're going to have a ruling by the judge fast on the heels of the closing of that, of the, those closing arguments. He's already pre-written, I am sure, Judge Angoron, his order. Remember, this is a judge who a year ago already found persistent fraud in the operation of the Trump uh, companies. That's why he in, installed on that finding, on an injunction, installed a federal, a former federal judge to serve as a monitor of all financial transactions and money flows and the operations of the businesses, has been sitting on the Trump companies and were making reports to the New York Attorney General and to the judge for over a year, Judge Barbara Jones, former Judge Barbara Jones. That's because there was a finding already that there was persistent fraud. And then in the beginning of October, the judge ruled on one of the counts of the petition or the complaint in favor of the New York Attorney General and found on summary judgment that there was already persistent fraud, as that term is used, under New York statute, statutory law and authority for the Attorney General called Executive Law 63-12, which is the uh, crime-fighting tool of the New York Attorney General to put persistent fraud companies out of business in New York. He already found that. And he already made certain remedy decisions about what he's going to do. In fact, the judge questioned at that time to the lawyers on both sides, do I even need a trial on the six remaining counts? I've already found fraud twice. New York Attorney General said, we got to put on a full trial, judge. We got to put on all of our evidence. We're ready. You know, we're asking for extraordinary relief, a half a billion dollars of recovery. All of his companies, all Trump's companies being put out of business, his trust changing you know, new trustees being appointed to the trust over his assets, barring and banning the Trump family and other executives of the Trump organization from ever being officers and directors or conducting business in New York or doing banking or getting loans in New York. We got to put on our full case, judge. And judge says, okay, put on your full case, right? 10 weeks later, bashing of courtroom personnel and staff, threats against judges later. We're at the end. We continue to follow it to the bitter end only on the Midas Touch Network, on Legal AF, the leading podcast at Politics, Justice, and Law Corner, which we do every Wednesdays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and then on audio podcast platforms of your choice. Give me a thumbs up and leave a comment for this hot take. It helps keep us on the air. So until my next hot take, until my next Legal AF, this is Michael Popak reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.